Gary Workamp. And she's Jill Hughes. Join us for the untold stories of Shadow Gallery. Jill, we're back, and what episode is it? Like four? No, I think we're on eight now. We no, really have 12. no idea. We see we're old and we don't remember things. So, um, yeah, we have a special guest today. We have Joe Navola, who joined the band as the drummer on this album, Tyranny, and he is still the drummer to right. this day. Right, yeah, no, he's not a special guest. He's he's a special person. And, um, yes, he signed a lifetime universal contract, so he'll never be able to leave the band, uh, despite all his what his attorneys are trying to do to us. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Joe's. So. Joe's. Uh, it's great to have Joe with us today, and um, let's see if something interesting could be remembered. From yeah, those days. I'm excited to hear his perspective as the drummer. So okay. let's talk to Joe. We affectionately like to call him Spicy Joe. Spicy Joe Money Clips. Yeah, that's right. Should we applaud yeah. or should we wait and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we also have, obviously, my co-host, Gary, and the awesome, Captain Awesome, Brent Allman. So thank you Yay. for joining us, gentlemen. Um, we're so excited to continue the story of tyranny and the recordings and how Joe became a part of, really a part of Shadow Gallery as their drummer for all of the remaining albums and tours so much to his chagrin and embarrassment <laughs> whether he wanted to or not right so first yeah. we'd like to start with the question is maybe this is more a question for for gary and joe you were you know um kevin had left and you were looking for a new drummer and how did that search go and how did you come come across joe my very brilliant friend brent and my other very brilliant friend, Chris, had a videotape, a VHS tape of Joe. And they were at my house one day. And I said, well, who's this guy? Because they were trying to find a great drummer. And they're like, oh, he's, he's some drummer. He's pretty good. I'm like, well, why, why aren't you, like, why isn't he in the band? I don't know. We were trying to find, like, you know, the perfect guy. And I put it in. And it was blown away. And I, I'm serious. I paused it. This Joe, this was your performance in florida right exactly and i paused yeah. it and i was like we got to find this guy's number and i ejected the tape and your phone number was very wisely written right on the thing and i called you on the spot said hey do you want to join our band like right away i was i was so impressed by yeah. it and i was so oh, mad that right. brent and, and and chris didn't already hire you right no offense <laughs> you mean chris chris singles i don't remember that story yeah i was like why aren't we working with this guy this is like the greatest drummer ever Gary, wasn't it like you saw me with Greg Howe's band? I, that's what I thought I remember. I did. I, I did. I saw you, you, you sucked. That, that, that was one. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, no. That's that was the opening band. Good. That was the opening band. You were amazing. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw you with um. I saw you, yeah with Greg Howe and uh, yeah. geez, uh, Vern Parsons, right? Is this right? Name? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And yep. I, I went, and you know what was funny is I, I started a, a new institution for my band. I was 18, and I said, guys, we need to become a better band. We're going to go out and see live bands, good bands, so we learn how to become a better band. And this lasted for only just one time, and we went to see Greg Howe. And I left there thinking Greg was amazing, but I was so blown away by your drum solo. I didn't even know it was you uh, seven years later when you joined Shadow Gallery, but I was – 
I felt like pretty fortunate to go, oh my God, that's the guy I said to the my drummer in my band. I want to work with a drummer like that, which was probably a really rude thing to say to my drummer. But well, that's yeah, that's not <laughs> not the best thing to say. Not to put you on the spot, Joe. Yeah. But we've um, you know, we've gotten to know the other guys in the bands from previous episodes of our podcast, uh, Brent and Carl and Gary, and kind of how their their musical career started. Um, and how Shadow Gallery started, but you know you're coming in here now on the third album of Tyranny, and this this particular episode is about um, Tyranny, and right. we would love to know a little bit about like at this point, right in the late '90s, like w- who had you played with, like what was your drumming career um, up to that point? Uh, well, let's see, my drumming career, I, I played in so many bands. Uh, one with been Mahogany Rush, this guy Frank Marino from Canada, I played with him. For, I guess, from 83 to 92, somewhere around there, you know, off and on. Uh, so we didn't play that much, but it was it was fun, you know. When, but anyway, other than Frank Marino and Mahogany Rush, I played with Greg Howe, like we just mentioned. Uh, and uh, let's see, I'm trying to think what other. I did a, a record with Pat Travers, the guitarist Pat Travers. Wow, that's uh, cool. That must be Yeah. Awesome. Indeed. Uh, let's see. Plus many, many different bands in Jersey. This one was called um, Phantom's Opera, which consisted a couple members of Bon Jovi's band. Uh, and uh, Bon Jovi, of course, before Bon Jovi. Uh, was a, um, let's see. Oh, so many bands, like club bands you might not have. Actually, I played in a band with Laura, that girl uh, that sang on Comfort. Uh, what if I forget the name of the song now? Uh, the one on. The... Oh my God! You were in a band with her. Yeah, I told I you that. It was a band called Hat <laughs> right. Trick, I think. It was a New Jersey-based band. That I forgot about that. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah. So I don't know if she ever met. I thought you hmm. said that she might have mentioned my name to you. I don't know. Just going back. She so told me years. that you had a crush on her. That's all I remember. <laughs> so did everybody oh, else. Ladies, <laughs> man. <laughs> Oh, you mean everybody else told me that too? Is that what you yeah, mean? everybody else in the band. I'm sure they <laughs> I did. Yeah, she was pretty. She's a pretty girl. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have her as our next guest, so we'll bring that up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> oh, Gary, you cracked me up. All right. I, that's amazing. I forgot you worked. Yeah, with her. I did. Yeah, many years ago. Oh my gosh, there was a cover band. You know, it's just a cover band based out of uh, I think yeah North Jersey mainly. Um. So, yeah, then uh, there's been. I'm trying to think of other bands that I play with. I play with so many bands. I mean, my career started, my dad was a drummer. He taught me when I was a little kid and went on and played in so many bands up to that point. I mean, my first band, you want to hear something kind of funny, was called, uh, the name of the band, I think I was in sixth grade or something, it was called The Last Resort. <laughs> and we were The Last Resort, you know. <laughs> uh, that was the name of the band, kind of funny, but um, but uh yeah. Summer camp would have been a better name, or yeah, <laughs> new, yeah. The new originals. Yeah, I, I yeah, gosh, I, and like I said, it's been like I probably was in like 150, 200 bands in my life. So you know, like whether doing club dates, doing uh, uh, you know covers, uh, doing um, you know just uh, jazz bands, filling in for my dad's jazz band, filling in for him sometimes. Uh, yeah, on and on and on. I've I've been playing since uh, you know, so I dedicated my whole life to to drums and I love what I do, you know, not to get off the track, but I teach kids how to play and that's always been a passion of mine and uh 
very rewarding in many ways. And uh, so teaching uh, a long time, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I started teaching when I was like fifteen years old. Uh, you know, so actually, I I I started at this local music store, uh, and uh, they um. The, the, the drum teacher was teaching me. I was like 15 years or 14, 15 years old, and he couldn't come down from Staten Island anymore and teach. So they, uh, he said, well, Joe can teach here. So, so I, I, they, I, I started teaching his students, which I was one of the students, but he, I started teaching all the rest of his students that uh, he couldn't uh, make it down anymore. So that was a, an honor. And uh, I, you know, just kept going with it, you know, and now I, you know, I got my own, place big beat music and it's expanded it you know so now i got like 15 teachers and you know we teach everything you know from uh you know yeah so it's like got a little you know a little over 300 students now so i've been doing been yeah i i love it but it's it's uh, you know running a business is a different mindset (laughs) than being a musician yeah a little over yeah yeah so it's doing well thank god you know that's where we all came down to meet you when we you we finally somehow talked you into meeting with us to drum on Tyranny and join yeah. the band. We all went down to Big Beat Music. I remember that and hanging out in your school. Yeah, that's going back. It was that was fun. We actually we we actually rehearsed Gary. Remember we rehearsed at uh, I think it was well now it's changed names uh, now I think they're not in business anymore. But uh, Star Studio up in Fairfield, New Jersey. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It was a uh, Broccoli Rob and then it was Star Studio, right? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that rehearsal with Chris. Chris was uh, playing synth, synth. Yeah, we went there, and then the next rehearsal, you you said, "Hey, why don't you guys just come down to Asbury Park? It's really nice here." And then we, after that point on, we drove down to you. Yeah, you, it was a place called Wild Sound Studio. This guy Joey DeMeo, great engineer. He actually he owns that Surefire Studio in Long Branch, and I record there quite frequently. You know, but uh, he uh, yeah, he's a hell, a hell of a nice guy great engineer and he uh you know started there at wild sound studios and then he he uh bought i think it was gary talent from bruce springsteen's studio which was in uh long branch he bought that place and uh now he's uh the owner and head engineer over there so uh anyway so but um yeah we we had fun there i remember that was that was cool you guys coming down yeah we did Brent, do you remember going to those rehearsals like wednesday nights we would like meet in allentown and make the four-hour trip whatever i do <laughs> but uh first before we go down that memory lane uh joe tell us how to get to your website yeah i you know something like brent i remember now that you said like, when you came down here go, man i never seen so many liquor stores within a couple mile radius <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Route 33, Route 35, Route 33? Yeah, 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 it was crazy, right? Now, you know, I never realized it. Yeah. And you know what? Brent wanted to stop at every one of them. Every one, he's like, let's stop at this one, too. He's like, dude, you just got two bottles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that's road whiskey. And I never even realized it. I'm sort of like, I don't really take notice of that, you know? I don't, uh, anyway. Well, for uh, anybody interested in uh, Joe's website, it's bigbeatstudio.com. BigBeatStudio.com. You got it. Thanks. And yes, Gary, I do remember. Uh, I do remember driving down there to Asbury Park and setting up, and then watching you guys just start ripping to uh, Hopper Teacher or something while I was setting up. Oh and it was yeah, wow. pretty amazing. <laughs> the rehearsals were fun. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, just we're supposed of, yeah. to be like be like, like, let's do War for Sale, and then Joe would start doing Hopper Teacher, and we we like do a Van Halen medley for an hour, and then. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, wow. Yeah, that's how it works. It's bringing back memories. At what point did you like uh, start liking Brent? Because I know it was really rough for the first 10, 12 years. <laughs> start liking Brent? Wait, is, I yeah, always remember you used to always like pull me aside and say, "Is this guy going <laughs> to still be in the band next time?" Okay, you, you, uh, yeah, like I really said that, right? No, I love Brent. What are you kidding me? He's a great guitar player, great guy, funny. I even ruined Brent. Remember, I, I remember. Well, nobody else wanted to. We had a sleeping bag or whatever. I remember, we were sleeping at what somebody's place uh, when we did that Tyranny record. You know? Yeah, I recall. Yeah, that was uh, it. Was at Carl's house and uh, in, right. in the in the, uh, in the back, little house in the back. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. That. You guys we slept in the same sleeping bag. We, I, I don't want to know about this. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> oh, I really God. didn't know. I really didn't know that. This is the untold stories, you know. Right. Okay. Well, you know. So. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the untrue stories. Yeah. Sometimes there's just one sleeping bag. <laughs> no, but it was it was fun to go down there to, to Asbury Park and rehearse with you. And, you know, it was cool because we got to work stuff out. And you, you took uh, – Carl was here. He left. He's on the last episode. But he spoke a lot about how – you really took the drumming to a whole nother level from what uh, Brent was writing or I was writing uh, for uh, you know, some of the drum parts. You just made it amazing. Oh, uh, thanks so much, Gary. You know, I, what I did, you guys came uh, when I first heard your music, you know, and I don't know if I think when you guys just sent me the tracks, uh, maybe it was, uh, you know, the, where there was drum machine or whatever, you know, I don't think there was uh, the, the lyrics or the, the melodies or anything was the, were on there at the time, but when I, I'm just going fast. Welcome forward. to the band. We didn't hear him either. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> fast forward though, when I heard the music, I just got to interject. I got to say, it's that I, I, and I was listening to it last night before this. I go, oh my god! I always would listen to it and say, oh my god! Almost like I know, you know, I'm in the band, but almost like an outsider saying, how are these? This band is so. I, I, I'm not trying to. You know, it's just great. I mean, to me, you guys were able to take complex music, intertwine it with uh, beautiful melodies, simplistic, you know, and they had you had simplistic ideas with intricate ideas. And to me, I mean, like I even told you, Gary, I never listened to a, a progressive, uh, you know, rock record like like Tyranny or Room Five. Uh, you know, since I listened to Close to the Edge by Yes. I mean, I think it was that to that. I really believe it. I mean, I, I, I you know, I'm not trying to just, uh, that's just my my personal feelings. It's just terrific, terrific music, beautiful music, you know. Well, we appreciate that. And uh, I'd like to tell you that, uh, you know, Gary helped a little bit. So thanks. We appreciate it. I, I was I was more of a, in a custodial fashion, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think, hey, Joe, yeah, I think part of the part of the reason Tim, that that drum work that you did work so well is, you know, is maybe because you, you, you know, didn't really listen to a whole lot of that kind of music. Right. And uh, yeah, so you had some fresh takes on, you know, what to do here and there. And, the, you know, from a, this fills and all that stuff that you were doing, it's just really it was just great. Super impressive. It just really elevated. Like, you know, the, the, we put a lot of time into the construction of the songs, but by the time you had put your stamp on it. It just, it, it took it to a different level. Thanks. Um, I don't just mean technically, obviously, but there was an emotional quality to what you were doing that really helped. Well, well that's, that's the key there. That you got that. Thank you very much. Cause it's got, it's got to be in the pocket and it's got to be, you got to convey that the right feel, you know? I mean, like I remember transcribing a lot of the stuff to you guys. And then I kind of, 
you know, uh, put in a lot of my own original ideas and, you know, you guys were dug most of them. So, so, uh, that was cool. <laughs> and we did that. Uh, so after, uh, how many times did we rehearse? Like, uh, five times maybe? Like how many rehearsals do you think we did? Like four? No. You mean for tyranny? I don't think it was that many. No. I, it was a few. Yeah. Th- it was four. No, I don't even. I think it was a couple. Were you rehearsing two or three for the recording, or were you rehearsing as if? No, no, recording. You were going to go on tour. Okay. That when you when you guys came down, I thought it was for a Room Five CD. I don't remember it being. We definitely came to Asbury Park twice. Oh yeah, that's right. No, you're right. Yes, yes, you did. Yes. So I think we went yeah. to Broccoli Rob maybe once or twice or somewhere up that way. Then we went down by you a couple times. Maybe three or four, yeah. I only know because just we were getting home at like 4 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It was <laughs> – and like I was going to work the next morning. Probably You probably were too, Brent. Oh, okay. Wow. Do what you got to do. Uh, but but it, was, it was well worth it and it was fun. But the, so the actual recording we, we did at uh, a studio called Angel Mountain. Do you remember? Do you remember those sessions, Joe? What What was your thoughts going into that? Uh, my thoughts going into that. Well, I just wanted to, of course, do a great job and 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 try to, uh, you know, um, have the music come out with with uh, with my a little bit of identity of my style in there. And also, you know, I was I was listening to a lot of uh, at the time, you know, Neil Peart from Rush and and different drummers like that to uh, uh, make sure. You know, I was trying to get in the zone of what you guys were looking, what you were looking for, because I play a lot of different styles. But I mean, uh, the progressive rock thing I really love. And uh, I, I don't know. I just, uh, you know, it was it was uh, from what I recall, it was a great experience. It was it was fun. Do you remember how many symbols we had? I don't remember. There wasn't that many symbols. Are you kidding me? It was symbols everywhere. Dude, I borrowed symbols from every drummer I've ever met in my life. Uh, oh, it might have been before you got there. Uh, we just oh. chose the best, oh, the best 10 yeah. symbols, remember, you know. Yes. Yeah, I remember, but, you, uh, you remember you telling me that. Yes. Yeah. We had a stack, uh, just stacks of symbols. I don't you know. For That's some reason, right. in, my, uh, in our intempered youth, we thought, let's have... We need to find the best sounding symbol, which like now I'm fine with anything. But I remember that splash symbol was beautiful. I love that one that you guys. You yeah, picked. you broke that. I still need the money for that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I. You know, I broke a lot. I broke a lot of symbols <laughs> in my day. A lot of drums and symbols. Yeah, there was some good stuff. Uh, yeah. Do you remember the the story of how those drums got there, Joe? Yeah, I remember <laughs> when you guys went to SIR, right, and got the DW drums. Yeah, yeah. in New York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking about that before. Yeah, but somebody's car got towed. I think it was mine. <laughs> What's that? What'd you say? I my car, it. my car got towed. I think when we returned oh, the drums. Yeah. Oh my god! Brent, Brent probably picked them up. I returned them, and uh, yeah, something like but, that. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a fast and furious couple of days. The first day was just getting sounds and getting going, so we kind of cut them in probably two and a half days. That was fun, though. Had... Fun times. You always wanted a turkey uh, uh, and mustard sandwich. I thought that was uh, unique. Yeah, I'm always trying to you know I'm, I'm, I'm trying to st- I lose weight all the time, even though I'm not heavy. But I you know I try to stay healthy, you know, for the most part. <laughs> They're like, Joe, yeah, how you doing? Can I get you anything? And I meant like, you know, more click in the mix. And you're like, yeah, can I get a turkey and mustard? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, all right. 
Nice. Yeah, it's funny. Well, let's let's reflect back here for a second, though. The so two rehearsals. Well, we went through two. God knows how many times. Yeah, two, you know, well, a couple of them, right? It wasn't a whole lot, and then a couple of days to record it. That's a lot to digest and and put down on, on tape, so to speak, in a short period of time. So you would you would chart it all that stuff out. Right. Oh yeah, I transcribed it and charted it and everything else, you know. So it was, uh, yeah. And then again, put in a couple of my own, some of my own stuff, and uh, went with it, you know. But uh, but tell you the truth, that uh, for for doing studio, uh, being in the studio, doing you know, especially music this complex, uh, you know, reading, having you know, good writing and reading skills is such a benefit. You know, so it's such a, yeah, it's such a benefit. I remember Gary, I don't know, not to switch gears onto another record, just that Crusher. I remember I, you said you wanted the music to that and I, I gave you the drum, the, the I don't know if you're going to remember that, the, the, all the drum transcriptions to that. And I, I, I was just thinking of that yesterday. I forgot about that. And, and that's the next couple albums later, but yeah, that's right. We did different studio, but you had charted that all out and I did ask for that. I don't know why. That was a crazy one. Man. Yeah. Anyway. Well, what a benefit to be able to read all that stuff and cite it and play it. Oh, yeah, that is a big benefit. Yeah, that's for sure. I try to convey that to my students, you know, all the time, you know, Um, the ones that just want to play just by ear. I mean, it's just so far you can go this, you know, by just hearing. And but when you can look at things and analyze them and it does as long as it doesn't come out sounding that way, you know, if uh, you got to be able to feel feel the music, but, uh, being able to see it and, and read it, uh, does, uh, I think, you know, it's put you at a higher level, uh, uh, you know, for sure, a higher level of player to be able to do that. And it, 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 again, especially in studio situations, it's, uh, you can, you can do things quicker, you know, more, more efficiently. How are you going to remember all those parts? <laughs> like, you know, you know, I, you know, it's in a short period of time, it's, it's, uh, tools for the trade, man. And you're uh, amazing at it. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Wasn't it Gary that you said you, there was a guy in California you guys were thinking about getting, but then you saw my videotape. I'm just trying to re- recollect these stories, you know, I don't remember. That, that yeah there was well, somebody in north north carolina north california oh that's right yeah what was that cat's name he was a really good drummer oh devin glenn yeah great guy uh, uh, yeah i don't I yeah he was nice the truth is so we had kevin sofera and 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 i guess for the people who don't know kevin sofera was also in greg's greg house band right right and so the running joke i had with greg not that i don't really know greg that well i've talked to him a few yeah. times i always ask him who's your next drummer so i know who our next drummer is going to be down the road <laughs> should, <laughs> should you ever leave you know because we keep getting his his drummers yeah right yeah. we had to uh figure somebody out so i was sending out uh our demos to uh, this woman jeanette meischler who was the uh the job placement person for PIT at Musicians Institute. Oh. And so she was giving our demos out to all these drummers in California who were graduating from, you know, this drumming school. Right. And we had, uh, I don't say a lot, probably four, four or five drummers that, you know, sent in, we'd have them videotape themselves and play. And some were, were really good. Some just played some stuff that was so different that it was like, okay, you're, you're not even on the same page. 
Uh, and one of the guys who was the, the best was Devin Glenn. And he was great. He was just really did well, but we wanted a, a couple more things to see if he could play. And we yeah. were having him play to like card and stone stuff, ghost ship and crystal and dream. And he actually drove cross country from California to meet with us. Now, to be fair, I think he had parents in Boston, so he's probably going to visit them too. But he stayed at my house in Allentown for uh, two days, and he met the band, and we all hung out for a bit, and he was really cool. And he then, I said, well, it's going to be a little while until we are ready to record. And in the meantime, he's starting to, he's staying in touch with me. He starts sending me postcards, and he's like, I'm out on the road, I'm on a tour, and I'm like, that's great, Devin. You know, the recording's not till the summer, so, you know, do do whatever you got to do. And next thing you know, he's like, hey, things are going well. I'm opening up for Kiss tonight. And I'm like, what? So he, he actually, he joined the band Buck Cherry right when they hit big. And they had that song, you know, uh, I forget the name of the song, but it was a really big song. So I ended up telling him, I was like, hey, De- Devin, just stay. De- don't quit telling me you're going to come back and join Shadow Gallery. Buck Cherry is way bigger than we are. Just keep doing that. And but he was really going to be our drummer. But then we heard you. So it worked out for the best because you, you were a better fit anyway. Uh, but he, he was a, he's a fantastic drummer. And, but yeah, so that's how that went down. You have, you have such a better memory than I do for that stuff, man. You know, I was thinking a little earlier that, that Joe may be the only guy in, on any of our records or, or on Tyranny, rather, that didn't have to actually sit through the whole seven eight hour carl explanation thing seven eight it was, so, i had eight days of it seven eight, eight hours. hour carl, what, what do you mean by that what did he do did carl exactly. explain the story see? did he tell you the story what it's about <laughs> i just no. realized this no uh, I don't, see don't. you don't even know oh that's beautiful oh i wish it was joe i want that's carl so cool. to, to call joe Not right that now. i didn't want to hear you know from carl but it's like he joe's gonna see this from a completely different perspective what, than what, the rest of us in the band so we, we all got a, I guess we never told you this. We all got a really, you know, long indoctrination into the storyline from Carl as we were writing the music. Oh, wow. And uh, we, we, we know it really intimately. And I, it was dawning on me that, oh, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't get to do that <laughs> or whatever. Wow. <laughs> or have to do that, depending on uh, who you ask. Well, he, you know, he wrote some deep lyrics, though, man. So I think it's oh, yeah. awesome, awesome, amazing. He's uh, very talented. Amazing, really amazing, yeah, indeed. I guess. Although what, I hate that, I hate uh, the word talent. It makes it, it it makes it sound like it was easy for him. I'm sure, I'm sure he worked his ass off on it, and you could tell. Oh yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the word talent really is. Uh, I I don't know. Like I. I I don't think I'm talented. I just think I work hard. That's how I like to think of it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that, that that's a, that's an interesting thing to hear. At some point, we'll have to get you and Carl hooked up so you can uh, so you can get the full who me the full indoctrination. Yeah, yes. we should do we should do a ten hour <laughs> podcast if Carl. Oh you my story. god! Well, he can yeah, write. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah, he really can talk. But that's good. I mean, you know, he's a very articulate guy. You know, he says. Uh, you know, very well learned. I mean, I was listening to that thing on um, what was it? Room Five last? No, the Tyranny and Room Five, the whole uh, you know the analysis of that. You know, kind of went through that whole story, the whole story behind that. That was, that was amazing. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. The, I you're mean, talking I, about the uh, the DVD. The yeah, DVD. That, you get to hear it then. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, that wasn't seven hours. That was only eleven minutes. <laughs> well, yeah, we you didn't have to edit it. it. We edited <laughs> it down. <laughs> I had to edit it. That's funny. That's funny. Wait, I have uh, one other thing to ask Joe here. So, yeah. I was I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah. Um, when I was thinking about this podcast, and it. it, it was really plain to me at the time, you know, when we were writing a lot of this stuff that we didn't, I didn't have a whole lot of, you know, thought or regard as to how we would play all this stuff live. And, uh, and then you went and did it. <laughs> we did yeah. tour, so I was like, Holy shit. Yeah. It's so, amazing. uh, so cool, you know, and to be able to hear that stuff and, and, and play that stuff, uh, after not doing it for so long. Yeah. But, yeah, it was impressive to watch, um, and I'm glad we got a chance to do it. Yeah, that was great. I'm glad. I'm glad we did. That uh, great band, you know. What was your favorite songs to play on Tyranny? Me, um, I'd say Mystery uh, for sure. I mean, I love that song. That was a fantastic song. Uh, let me oh, once trying to remember all the like one second. I, can you name any other song from the album? Yeah, I can. I can name them all right now. I'm just I, kidding. I'm just I got them right in front of me. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you're uh, looking uh, it up real quick. Yeah. No, I got it. I, I wrote them down. Oh, you know, I like that. I like. Let's say, uh, chased. I like that. That was cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, I did something at the end of one of those songs. That was a rhythmic displacement thing. I liked, you know. But I, I mean, overall, I, I I believe I think was great. Uh. uh at, let's see, War for Sale. That was another great. I mean, New World Order. A lot. You got a lot of great songs, man. Fantastic. Are you just Thunder. running your finger down a list and yeah, stopping. Yeah, you, you can name, if you want to name them all. Just do it in alphabetical order. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do. It. Okay. Then. <laughs> uh, Which is the one? Is oh, I'm trying to remember. Rose of Thunder with that. Right. That's the that's the modulation of time. That's the displacement of time. Yeah. Yeah. At the end. At the end. At the end of it. For lack of better words, and, and this is just respect in every direction, but Carl was uh like the head engineer of the drum sessions. Um I was kind of producing the performance and of deciding what we should do and keep and brent was playing guitar next you know or in the next room to everything so you played live to brent wow yeah uh, i remember that do you remember That's that right. yes i do like, like we wow. didn't like there wasn't like club tracks and all the music you were yeah. playing live to brent playing it with you right i remember um, that yeah probably because I, nobody else in the band could probably play this stuff yet <laughs> other than brent <laughs> but um and you but I remember right. getting to the end of uh, Roads of Thunder going, hey, I know you're doing this different stuff, but can you also play that guitar riff with your feet, you know, at the same time? Which, uh, you yeah. know, I guess now you hear it, it's like no big deal, but I, that's, a, that's a pretty big challenge to throw at somebody. Yeah. And, and your answer right. always was, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, sure, give me a second, I'll work it out. And I was just blown away that you were like willing to like, oh, yeah, restructure yeah. it to play that. Yeah, thank you. Which was yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, love that part. Yeah. It was beautiful. Did it ain't. <laughs> yeah very cool we love it that you were able to join us tonight appreciate having you on here joe i know that you're a really busy guy yeah thanks man brett and gary aren't busy at all though you know we can get them anytime um 
<laughs> I have nothing else to do. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that so oh, thanks man. again, Joe. Um, you know, yeah. having you on this show. Yeah, and, thank you, thank you. And we'll uh, we'll 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 schedule another time for us to to talk about the other albums yeah. and the tour. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, spicy, spicy Joe, Joe money clips. Spicy Joe, <laughs> spicy Joe money clips. I like that's funny, man. I like that. Spicy uh, we're gonna have fun talking about the tours. <laughs> that's a great name. <laughs> that, that I miss you guys. Uh, you know, maybe we should get together. Yeah, one of these times we got to get us like all together and do this like in person. It'll be cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do it. I just want spicy food. Yeah, that's all I want. So, Not spicy Joe, just spicy food. Some spicy meatballs. <laughs> spicy yeah, meatballs. So. Yeah. Oh boy. God. All right. Yep. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a good night. 